0: What's up gang, it's your girl Kevlin from franklin One Five One, and I am here with Jay Lately all the way from California. Um, so how are you today?
1: I'm doing good, doing good. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing good, doing good. Um, so go ahead and just tell us about you.
1: Yeah, my name is Jay Lately. Uh, I'm an mm-hmm. MC from, I grew up in a small town called Sebastopol, California, which is in Northern California, about an hour north of the Bay Area. Um, and I'm currently based in Oakland, California though. And, uh, yeah, love making music and, uh, have been releasing a lot of music this year and, uh, for the past, past number of years here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I saw that, um, cause of course I had to do my homework on you respectfully. So I saw that you got into music, um, around college. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So around that time, what were your inspirations? Like what motivated you to be like, okay, this is like basically fuck college. Even though I'm here, like this is what I want to do.
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because um, I've started really falling in love with making music in college, but it took me a few years after that to actually believe that I could participate in it it and pursue it as a career. but what really made me fall in love with music was getting put onto a lot more kind of underground hip hop at the time. Um, and I was going to school down in LA, um, coming from a small town where I didn't really have access to many, mm-hmm. you know, live shows and events. And so I went to school down in LA and and got to be exposed to this really cool kind of like bubbling underground scene in LA that was filled with people like, you know, Dom Kennedy, Pac Div, Kendrick Lamar. Um, Blue in Exile, uh, Tehran and Aomari, like it was just an amazing scene coming up at the time that I moved down there. Um, and I just got exposed to all that and was like blown away and fell in love. Um, and then, you know, I, I continued, I graduated from college. I went on to actually pursue a, a career in teaching. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was teaching high school in Oakland for for about five years. And it was during that time that my music started to gain some traction. And I was like, oh, wow, like, you know, I never believed I'd actually be able to pursue this as a career, but maybe mm-hmm. I can because I'm getting this feedback from people.
0: Well, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, um, I assume like you said you were teaching high school, or, is that right? Yeah. So high school. So I, I picture some of your students probably being like, oh, that's cool, yo, my teacher's like, he's a rapper now, like that's all fire. So that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah, it's a dope story.
1: It was it was tight. There were definitely some uh, parents who weren't as happy about it, but <laughs> the kids were the kids were into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, the t- kids are always the kids will always be into it. That's still so, it's so fire. Um, but so you said Dom Ken- okay, Dom Kennedy, Kendrick Lamar were inspos. Um, Is there anybody on the East Coast that inspired you or probably moved you?
1: Yeah, I mean you know, one of the first groups that I really fell in love with was De La Soul. Like Mm -hmm. I kind of started listening to music on the radio a lot more, a lot more mainstream type stuff. And then dug back and De La Soul was, was like a huge inspiration for me just in the way that they were so themselves and Mm -hmm. that they were able to, you know, talk about partying, talk about getting girls, talk about You know, all the same things that I liked already listening to, but in a way Mm. that really represented themselves and was done in kind of maybe like a less aggressive fashion uh, than I had been used to hearing and Mm. resonated with me and who I was a lot more.
0: That's cool. So you went ahead and released a track called Shouldn't Do last week. So go ahead and tell us about that. How did that project come together?
1: Yeah, that that track is a collaboration with um, a group out of San Francisco named Lot Forty Nine. That is not necessarily hip hop. They're more kind of I, I think you'd classify them in the like pop Cali reggae, American reggae space. Um, but it's a group that I've done I've done a show with in the past. I've been a fan of their music, um, so I hit up um, their their lead singer Ryan. And I sent him this track that my producer, West Coast Trey, had produced for me. But it was really bare bones track. Um, And I sent it to him and I was like, yo, I think we should do something over this. Like, can you guys start adding some stuff to it? Um, So he uh, he laid down a hook to it and had some of their guys, you know, add some instrumentation to it. Then we went and got um, another bass player named Justin Kastner to come in and add some bass to that. And, um, and then I wrote my verses, and it just kind of all came together piece by piece. And it's just a really kind of fun feel good track that, um, you know, it's not like, amped up, but it's a little higher energy Mm -hmm. and kind of something that that you can listen to and party to or or cruise around in the car or smoke to or, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, speaking of that, I was just thinking I was because thinking to myself, like your music is so chill. It's literally like, road trip kind of like kind of kind of like them road trips so you'd like fuck we're gonna hot box the car real quick like <laughs> yeah that's the kind of like chill music that you put so i can imagine the energy in the studio do you usually like in, when you're making music is it usually a whole bunch of people in the studio kind of like giving you inspo or do you just need to be by yourself and just focus and just get tunnel vision
1: you know, it, it can vary depending on what I'm working on, but the majority of my stuff, I'm writing by myself in the studio. That's, that's always been one of the things that I loved about making music, is it's something that I could do by myself. Like I'm a little mm-hmm. bit of an introvert. I love being able to be creative and feel productive and involved in something without having to necessarily be interacting with other people at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's one of the things that made me fall in love with making music is that I could spend three hours alone on a Friday night and have the time of my life, you know? Um, And so, yeah, that's kind of how most of my music is made, although a lot of times it ends up, you know, in in collaborative environments or whatever too.
0: Yeah. So um, speaking of collaborations, now that AI seems to be in every pocket and even <laughs> designers you can now design AI you can write proposals like literally legal style documents through AI how do you how do you feel about AI and music and all these songs that are coming up out of nowhere that aren't really made by people by like the real voices it's just AI generated
1: you know I don't um I don't really see it as, I think a lot of people are kind of seeing it as a threat to like what's Mm -hmm. currently going on or something like that. And I don't see it as that so much because, you know, in my experience, it's my connection that I have with my fans that is what really matters. Um, Mm -hmm. It's that personal connection. It's them knowing who I am, me engaging with them, them being able to feel who I truly am through my music. And I think that's Mm -hmm. something that the AI can't really replicate. I think, you know, for some of this, you know, just kind of like basic commercial level uh, meant to satisfy all people and be played everywhere type of music, yeah, it can be imitated very easily. You know, I could imitate a lot of those songs if I wanted to go out and make a song that sounded like so-and-so or so-and-so or so-and-so. But um, I think there's something about music that's so personal that I don't think you can just take that away. Now, I'm sure it's gonna be, you know, the AI stuff will be, we'll find it coming into production a lot more. We'll find it coming in, you know, finding its way in, but I think there's a personal aspect of music that's what draws us to it. It's such a human thing that I don't think you can just replace that with a computer.
0: Yeah, so um, I went ahead And I did some digging, of course. And me and you were around the same age range and you've been releasing music since 2012, correct? Right, yeah. So since 2012. So now do you feel the pressure nowadays to kind of keep up with the TikTok, crap?
1: Yeah, I think definitely. I think um, I feel the pressure to keep up with everything that's going on right now. but it doesn't always necessarily feel like pressure, too. I think I'm we're blessed to have these tools at mm-hmm. our disposal. Um, I feel more in control of my career now than I ever have before, um, and I feel like I have more access to my fans or or people that I w- that would potentially be my fans than I ever did before. Whereas when I started making music, it was so much more about having these connections with the right gatekeepers and getting the right co-sign and the person that would post your music here post your music there Mm -hmm. Um, whereas nowadays I have so much ability to create this content that can um, you know be exposed to either my fans or potential fans Um, so you know I see it as a gift and a curse kind of like anything that you know as as these uh, technologies evolve and whatnot Um, but you know I try to not look at it as pressure and look at it instead Mm -hmm. as access you know
0: that's cool that's a great POV so because you have this direct your music can go streamlined direct to your listeners and your audience do you feel like nowadays it's even worth it to kind of be signed because you have all the control you get to engage directly you kind of don't need the middleman nowadays not necessarily probably for big moves Mm -hmm. but do you think it's even worth going after the big labels now as an artist?
1: I think it all depends on what I, I think it, it it can be worth it if you know what you're trying to get from them. Mm-hmm. Um and you know in my opinion that is money and that is someone to walk you into a do- through a door. And you know certain doors you can open yourself if you get enough generate enough buzz. Um, you know just on your own through social media or through streaming platforms or whatever but there's other doors you know that it is very helpful to still have someone walk you through who has that connection and, and, and introduce you to the person that you need to be introduced to so I think it's all just weighing it out of you know what can this label provide me um, and in my mind for me what I what I would only I'm like I, I'm very much an independent minded person myself and, you know, intend to stay independent. Now, if the right amount of money came through that I think could really help and elevate me to another level that I'm not able to do on my own or the um, right level of connections came through that I think could help walk me into some doors that I'm not able to do on my own. I might consider it. Um, But I think, you know, the way that labels are working nowadays, these major labels, and even a lot of independent labels, is they're waiting for you to build something on your own, and then they try to come capitalize on it. Um, and what I think is that if you've been able to build build so much on your own already, you can probably continue to build it and take it from there.
0: Yeah, at that point, it's kind of like if you built the castle, they came, don't really need your help, but it's beneficial, but I don't really need you. Kind of like that same energy. So do you have any like future dream collab that you just like you're manifesting?
1: Yeah, uh one that is like kind of in my near future that I would really like to do is mm-hmm. Devin the Dude. Um I would love mm-hmm. to do a song with Devin the Dude. He's he's always been someone that kind of in the same way as De La Soul, like I really resonated with his perspective on life and you know he's able to talk about a lot of the same things that other people are able to talk about but in a way that's so personal personal to himself and that I resonate with a lot Um, like he's always been one of my heroes so yeah definitely definitely him I think that's the first one that comes to mind
0: okay and then you mentioned earlier that you have a lot of music dropping out this year how many can we get like like a plan (laughs) like a new album new single how many new singles this year how many albums what can your fans expect and future potential fans expect
1: for sure yeah i'm i'm planning on dropping a single every single month this year and um we might continue that for who who knows how many years to come um but you know i i dropped a full full length album last year called breakfast um, and since that's came out i 've just been dropping singles since since december, and i'm just having a lot of fun doing it that way. I think it uh, it allows me to shine the light on every single song a lot more as opposed mm-hmm. to when I put out an album right now you know the the ones songs I release as singles have that opportunity to spread to new fans, whereas um, those songs that are just like the album cuts are only really received by my current fans. And so I'm finding that, um, you know, to be able to give each single its own chance to shine has been really cool. And it's drawing in people from all different, um, you know, areas and and groups, depending on which song it is that I'm releasing. So that's my plan for the rest of the year is to keep dropping singles every single month. And uh, then we'll see after that.
0: Got it. So you did say that you work independently. So I have to ask. Your cover arts because I noticed that there's I think it's like two or three of them and they're probably singles because I know uh beans and rice one uh is kind of like collage style so is that you that's designing that or is that like your team because it it seems like it's a collage era coming in it's nice it's super (laughs) it's nice it's very Cali it's giving like vintage. 90s 80s Kylie, so it's dope so i was like if you're independent and you have this vision this is this is great because i mean that like your car you know where you're driving it so
1: to speak right right yeah i think it's a it's an interesting thing so i don't physically design any of those covers i have a artist that i work with closely his name is from ronard park um and he does the actual designing of my covers but it's me coming up with the vision a lot of the time and then working collaboratively with him to bring that vision to life and i think that's one thing that's important to remember about being independent doesn't mean doing it alone it means Mm -hmm. being the leader of your team and putting together a team of individuals that can Mm -hmm. help support you and you have to be the captain of that team as opposed or even the coach of that team as opposed to just sitting back and getting to be the star player. Um, And so, you know, I have a lot of people that I work with who support me. I have producers that I work with. I have uh, graphic designers, I have videographers, Um, but it's, you know, me putting up the money for them and me coordinating with them and me coming up with a vision and setting up the meetings and, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, following through the whole process. so it, you know, being independent, I think you really have to be able to collaborate with other people and unless you have, you know, unless you're, you're a Russ or something and you can do <laughs> eight different, eight different things, you know?
0: Yeah. Um. So go ahead and tell all the Frank listeners and everything where they can find you at your socials, all that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, You can find me like anywhere on Google. If you just type in my name, it's J period L-A-T-E-L-Y um same with all the social social media I'm on instagram at j lately um tiktok at j lately music um and then you know definitely every single streaming platform spotify apple music if you just type in j period l a t e l y you'll find me there
0: mm-hmm. well thank you so much for your time um it was great talking with you let me so, know what thank you. Needs.
1: thanks so much for having me
0: thank you so much and if you if you're ever in new york let us know we can Come in person, chop it up. So it'd be super dope.
1: Dope. Definitely. I will.
0: All right. right, right. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You You as well.
1: Peace.